Hello, this is the Sleep Mums A to Z's, the only podcast that takes you from the OMGs of parenthood via the odd R-O-F-L. I never know how to say that. Is it Rolf? Ruffle? I've only never typed yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> to the odd ruffle, <laughs> to catching more Z's. I'm Kat Cuby, broadcaster and podcaster with Itchy Feet, and this is Sarah Carpenter, baby and child expert, sleep consultant, who has kids and will travel. Pretty much only as far as the local park these days, though. Together, we are the Sleep Mums. Are we nearly there yet? It's a phrase kids joke about, but one adults often repeat. And whilst travel is exciting and going places is an adventure, sometimes the journey isn't always so thrilling. Our letter this week is T for travel, something I think we'd all like to be doing a wee bit more of these days. We're joined by the team behind Keep Em Quiet, Carly and Dan, the most lovely couple who got together as teens, are now married with two kids and set up their business when they struggled to find adequate, engaging and really good value products for entertaining their little ones on flights whilst travelling and rainy days at home, which honestly we've had hundreds of as well over the last wee while. Their genius bags have won a Small Business Sunday Award, been used by celebrities, the royal family, and me. This is a genuine endorsement. I have not travelled with the kids without one of their packs. They are brilliant. So welcome to the show, Carly and Dan. It's so lovely to have you guys with us. Hello. 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 I put a little Scottish accent on there. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I went, hello. Hello. Hello there. <laughs> The best business ideas come from people struggling with something and going, wait a minute, why the hell does this not exist already? But tell us, like, how did Keep Em Quiet come to be? Keep Em Quiet came about in 2016. Um, and we had travelled with our kids. Stressful. Yeah, the first time of First flying. time with both of them, yeah. Um, and Carly had... <laughs> Our little girl was about three months old and she had reflux and um, dairy intolerances. So she was hard, you know, <laughs> to put it you know, yeah. nicely, a handful, but a nice handful. Mm. But it was very much like I was, I knew I was not going to be able to be, um, you know, to be there with Dylan, like entertaining him. He was. It was a only half. a short, it was only a short flight. I think it was, it was only from London to Spain. But, it, you know, it's not just enough. The tablet doesn't really sort of do everything well, not, you want it to do. And it? not at that so, age, because the concentration obviously no. is a little bit. So she bought lots and lots of things. And I remember just looking at her with a, a big WH Smith bag, basically. I think I bought a whole of WH Smith. Total Mary Poppins bag. I think as as a mum, I just had massive guilt that I was, you know, it was the first trip where I, I wasn't going to be present. Dan's obviously there so that was great and he would be there with Dylan Moore but I was just like what can I do how can we keep him busy like traveling is a mm. you know we'd, we'd flown with him by himself but and that hadn't been the most relaxing experience anyway so throw in a, a baby as well and all that that kind of came with that so I went a little bit overboard and once we got to Spain um and I, I that evening and we were all settled and calm and I was like god I really did spend quite a bit on stuff mm. for that trip like and I don't understand like life with kids is hard like there should be something where you can just get it 
you know. Yeah, and I remember the bag, the, the carrier yeah. bag, the plastic bag was all falling apart and yeah. there were books sticking out of it and yeah. sharp things, you know, it was just, it just wasn't an ideal yeah. thing. Um, maybe it's just we didn't have time because we were, you know, parents don't have much time to run around trying to find things. So it was a last minute dash. And God, isn't it always? Because you have a, quite an entrepreneurial way of thinking. And once I said that, Dan just, I, mine was a flyaway comment and he literally was mm. just like, well, if that doesn't exist and it needs to, like that's genius. Mm. Literally went on Google, looking around, absolutely nothing was there. And I think within the day mm. he had registered a domain name, like he had a business. Yeah, we, came, we were lying like, on the, yeah, we were lying on the sun lounge. Yeah. And I just, I'm some, I'm the sort of person that just, I, I try, I try anyway to, to, to just do it sort of thing. Yeah. Products that have a pay, that fix a pain point are, you know, are popular because it doesn't, you know, not just in parenting, but there's sort of lots of things that, you know, if you fix a problem for somebody and you make their life more convenient, it, it you know, it helps. <laughs> we talk about consistency a lot and it's something that can be really hard to do when you're out and about and especially on holiday. The Snooze Shade is the only sleep-safe, UVA-blocking blackout shade for prams and buggies that will help babies and parents totally nail naps on the go. Use the code SLEEPMUMS on their website, snooshade.com, for 10% off. Naps really do save lives. There's something amazing about traveling with kids and wee babies. You, you see it all for the first time through their eyes. It feels like a brand new travel experience, I think, which is, I guess, way more exhausting and vomit-filled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. But still kind of exciting. <laughs> like, it's maybe a bit like going to, like, Alton Towers or something. <laughs> it maybe doesn't sound like I'm selling traveling with kids here, but I do think it's worth it. And a little bit like sleep you just need to be prepared. So given all your experience, what are your top tips with traveling with babies and kids? Carly does lots of the organizing of the things. Well, it's been a while since it was like traveling with the babies and the toddlers type um, years. But I think for those, there is, you know, meticulous planning does help. Um, I used to have extensive lists of like what to pack in their luggage, what to pack in my luggage, what to pack in our hand luggage and literally just go through. And it was everything from, you know, so I didn't forget a dummy that would be on there. So everything that you need. Um, and a lot of it's trial and error. I remember, uh, you know, you're on Facebook groups or you're with talking with other new parents and, you know, people have a terrible story that you hear of a kid throwing up on something. Like, and then you, you then remember, oh, OK, next time we've got to bring change, change of clothes. clothes. Oh, we there, made that mistake massively. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Uh, as I mentioned, our daughter, you know, had reflux and intolerances yeah. and she is a vomer, like a massive vomer. <laughs> I'd never had that with our son. So <laughs> I learned the hard way that she, you know, I had a change of clothes for her, but I didn't have a change of clothes for me. And she threw up all over yeah, me on a flight that, back yeah. from Spain once. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, cleaned her up and I just had to sit there stinking for the rest yeah. of the flight. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Change of clothes for them yeah. and for you. As long as you don't like, you're not lifting them up over your head, kind of whether you're in a train seat or a plane seat and then they vomit over the person behind I don't know what you give to that poor person but um, you know we've done we've flown uh, long distance quite a bit we often go um well pre-covid let's say um to America with our kids so we've done that LA London trip a lot um on the way there obviously our packs you can I, I think once for a long trip I had a hold all 
just full of snacks. Yeah. I mean, there's snacks in our packs, but like, I honestly do think you can never have enough snacks. Yeah, it's snacks um, yeah. So, you know, snacks galore. Um, yeah, preload your tablet. Preload, exactly. This is it. Like, quite yes. not to replace a tablet entirely. It's uh, the packs are, are, are supposed to sort of in combo with it. Because they get bored. They they do something, yeah. then they want to do something yeah. else. Like, then they want to do something tactile, exactly. Yeah, and then so they, they go mix back to the it tablet. up. Um, so that's what we found anyway. Mm-hmm. And then also, obviously, the packs, they, they're good for when you get to the destination too, because they are full of stuff. I'm a massive, we, we have a product called Plain Pal, which um, is like a, an inflatable cushion that goes in front of the seats if you're flying economy. So on long haul trips, especially like when we fly back from LA, we always use those and they sleep amazingly mm. Um as you know. Because it basically sort of extends the, the chair into being a bed for the kids, is that right? It's literally a, an inflatable pillow footrest thing that, you know, it, that fits in between the dead space in front of the kid's uh, seat and it turns it into a bed and it's very oh. cool. And it's and it's the only one out of all of those sort of flight aids that they're called or, or sort of comfort aid. It's, uh, you know, approved on lots of the airlines. You know, it's, it's a safe thing to use, as it were. So mm-hmm. there's a couple of airlines only left, I think, that don't approve it, but most of them are. It's, it's such a that you know, you'll know, even as an adult trying to get comfy in airplane seats or train yeah, seats or anything, right it's really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And then if you add a kid trying to get comfy, usually on you, it's even yeah, more exactly. uncomfortable. Yeah. So, and you, you do always go, why is, does it, this is, that's exactly, that's filling a gap. You're like, why does this thing not exist that just makes it more comfortable yeah. for everyone? Yeah. And it does. Yay. <laughs> But as obviously this is about sleep, I think the traveling and sleep thing, especially when you've got babies who nap and stuff like that's that can be a really big worry. So um, when I had babies, I would always take a sling on the plane to try and get them to do the naps at the right times. I kind of didn't, you know, if you're flying to LA jet lag wise, like I'd still do the naps at the correct times. And then once we got there, like they'd have a quick little nap push them a bit longer and we've never really struggled that much with jet lag and I think that's a mass that's been a massive help um also for baby baby when you travel one of the products that we actually stock because I used it when I was obsessed with it is something called a snooze shade which massively helped my kids to like sleep so well on the beach or like walking around on in the buggy exactly it covers and it's like UVA um protection breathable mesh like but it makes it pitch black for them so um for me and for us I think our thing is we we love holidays Mm. that didn't change with kids but they obviously the type of holiday and how you can relax and it does change so anything that allowed us to still kind of like be able to relax at certain times and yeah I was a big fan of Totally. We love the snooze shade. We've talked about that a lot before, but particularly because a lot of people still use things like muslins or any other kind of covers that aren't approved and that that can actually be a wee bit dangerous, particularly Mm -hmm. if you're going somewhere hot. So it it is such a great product and a great brand as well. Sarah, you've got some top tips too, don't you, generally for traveling, I think? Yeah, I mean, I suppose um, try and pack things that are multitasking. So, you know, like you were saying about um, uh, reflux babies and also if you have a punami when you're on the plane, if you've got a ton of the like larger swaddling cloths, you can, yeah. if you run out of clothes, you can wrap a baby 
in a swaddling cloth and survive the rest of the journey. You can even fashion something for an adult out of that, like a wee halter net. (laughs) (laughs) Those massive muslin cloths, like they are so handy for travel. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, it's thinking about the products that can do more than one thing at a time. It's really important. I remember flying to LA when Sienna had um, just turned one and she was walking and it's just, you know, in hindsight, it was probably the the hardest age to travel long distance because, (laughs) you know, the walking was so novel that she just wanted to do that. She had no attention span for anything else, really. And so I just walked around this plane the whole time. But what it was, was that it is just an amount of time and it will pass. So it was kind of, you know it's just that mentality of telling yourself like it will be worth it we're gonna get there we can sleep when we're there it's like um I used to be scared of flying when I was younger and the the um I went to go and see a pilot actually funnily enough and they said to me just think of what is going to be when you get there imagine being on the beach imagine actually had hypnotherapy for it imagine what it's going to be like on the beach imagine it's what it's going to be like ordering your first drink and then you sort of so excited that you sort of start to forget. I don't know why I'm thinking about labour here. <laughs> yeah. Think about that first drink. <laughs> exactly. If you do this, there's a drink on the other side. Yeah, there's a drink. exactly. Yeah. I know you've got two kids, and uh, so you've obviously got perfect road testers at home and they're obviously very very cute too and but you must do loads of research to know what to put in your pack so what do you think are the best toys to keep kids entertained when you're traveling well the packs themselves are made up of probably 1500 different toys right wow so at any one time so the stock changes near near enough every day have dylan and sienna tested every single one of them (laughs) pretty much because i often get things just ordered here just so that they turn up and then they can play with them but yeah i mean it, it things evolve you know there's new craze toys that come about that, that, that you want things to stay relatively current i'd actually never seen until i got one in your one of your packs and never seen the water-based painting either which i was like oh my god that is genius on a plane brilliant. and that is such a hit because mm. because they can use that i think the the things that we've given our packs that work on the plane and then also once mm. you're there are like mm. the massive hits because obviously that like that reusable stuff like going back to what you were saying before reusable things are you know multi-purpose things are are great with our packs as well like the younger kids often you'll put in the um the cups the the stacking cups something as simple as that product Mm. i think i don't think i've ever been on a holiday where i have not taken stacking cups Mm. (laughs) i mean some people don't understand that the stacking cups for instance is something that goes into a younger pack maybe if we've got them but it's not just meant for the plane no, so they're a bit annoying maybe on the plane like they fall over and they fall on the floor and I get that but it's actually meant to be multi-purpose so you can maybe take a couple out and stack them on the plane but then you can use them in the bath you can use them in the pool you can use yeah. them by the beach you can put sand in them yeah. so it's sort of like it's meant to actually be more than just a plane plane pack or a car pack or so that's sort of you know the thought process behind it sometimes the the message gets a bit mixed and people think they're just the planes but it sort of is more multi-purpose than that yeah and I think also I guess and we were going to come on talking about this too but it's also it's about having things that have longevity yeah there's a great story about that actually because um Jules Oliver's um ordered from us in the past and and mentioned us actually when she was doing a podcast and one time we were just watching 
Does she not have? Do they have five kids? They have, I think, five yeah. kids. Yeah. So I can imagine that traveling with five. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we were watching Jamie Oliver uh, just on the TV once, and Dan literally went, "That truck that the kids playing with, yeah. I'm sure that's one of our trucks." Yeah, and like, was, and definitely. what had you know? And it's that kind of thing that. Yes, yeah, so I DM'd was, her, and she yeah. said, "Yes, you've got an eagle eye." And yeah, yeah, I did. Have, it so was like it was, months was and months shows. after the traveling. Yeah. The kid clearly was, was still, still attached it, to the yeah. toy. So it is that thing of like, that's what that's what we want, you know. The kids to yeah. love what's in the packs, like what some of the, with bits the royal of, family, yeah, you know, yeah, when, exactly, yeah. when the kid wouldn't let it go for the picture with the mm. queen, she was holding the squishy. Yeah, yeah so we, yeah, we, I don't know. Do you want us to, to explain what that was? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. So the uh, Princess Eugenie's PA got in touch, and I didn't actually know who it was to begin with, and she got in touch and said that you know we've got a, a quite important wedding um, in October. This was maybe two months before. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, no, in 2018, I didn't know who it was. So I said, okay, sure, call me. Um, and it ended up being the PA to Princess Eugenie. And they needed packs to keep the kids entertained, um, sort of in the downtime in between the, the ceremony and bits and pieces like that. And Mia Tyndall was holding something in the official photos and nobody knew what it was. And I, then when I came across the photo and I saw it, I said, that is definitely an ice cream squishy. <laughs> it was definitely an ice cream squishy because I remember ordering it and, and it was. And lo and behold, and that helped more press. And for, we've for all we've thing, all so. been in that position, haven't we? Where you're just literally like, look, I don't just hold the toy. I don't <laughs> yeah, care. Or take yeah. the toy to school with you. It doesn't matter. Just just you just exactly. gotta do just this do right yeah. now. So Yeah, so that was a funny moment. So <laughs> We were going to ask you about, um, you know, Swiss Army toys, but I feel like we've kind of talked about them anyway. Um, so maybe given that you're talking about weddings, because although I kind of knew that was the situation with the royal family, I hadn't actually thought through how genius actually th- mm. they are for, for different circumstances. So, <laughs> yes, they're for traveling, but what other what other circumstances are they good for? Weddings, what other things? So, yeah. Yeah, so weddings was was uh, is, is quite a big thing. I mean, obviously, COVID hasn't been very many weddings, sadly. But, you know, weddings is a big thing. So we used to get lots of people buying for weddings. Parties, not so much, maybe. But um, you've had christenings had and, christenings and things that are a little bit more than just maybe a birthday. People tend to want to buy something special. Um, um, hospital, we hospital get visits. Yeah, people sadly. order them for children that yes, are, or for their siblings them, yeah. that maybe are at New home. siblings. And then COVID hit. So travel was taken away from the equation and uh, people started to order them for lockdown and, mm. and then it went nuts. Yeah. And then we were doing 500 orders a day and it was just insane. Yeah. So the lockdown was very big and then it sort of ups and downs. So now people are buying them for rainy days. They're buying them for camping trips. They're buying them for as well as car journeys and plane journeys. Um, we've had to adapt what we do for certain things. So, you know, there might be different things in a pack for at home than there are maybe on a plane. Um you know, a lot of the stuff that the lockdown might have been educational and because people kids were home yeah. off school and as they say in friends, pivot. Yeah, yeah, pivot. The pivot. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Actually, yes. So this is super cool. And actually the newest product, which I can't even get it is it's it sells out as a pre order every so we only launched it two weeks ago and it just keeps selling out. It's a fidget kit. So we now have a, a fidget kit which is twenty odd items, twenty of the most sort of popular fidget craze toys you've some sure you've seen them in school gates and poppers and all these things but it's now it's a whole bag full of them and, um, and a lot of children uh, with sensory yeah, um, so, sensory 
issues they order our sensory pack as well which we've is got a messy play pack kit. yeah so we've moved we've sort of creating different kits for different reasons now um, it's not created specifically no. for children with special no. um needs but they obviously do really mm. get a lot of um enjoyment from that kind of sensory stuff or the all the items that are good for yeah and, and actually a lot of the reviews have said thank you so much for, for giving you know creating something for you know kids you know that have sensory Breeds, yeah, yeah. I'm bringing it back to travel again, and I'm going to be a bit controversial, right? We're talking about the drama that comes with traveling with kids, like all that vomit. But is it is it basically a really bad idea to travel with kids? No. No. Do it. It's the best. When you get, <laughs> if you keep like going back to the sort of the the hip, hypnosis thing about just thinking about when you get there, when you're there on the beach or you're there by the pool or you're, you know, maybe not on that type of holiday, it's just an amazing thing. The so thing you is. You've just got to get through it to get to the nice part of when your children are really young like for us it has changed now they're they're five and a half and um eight but when they're really young you are ultimately taking packing up your whole life at home to Mm. go and have a life just a bit different like in in a different location but you know the the stress is still there if they aren't sleeping through the night or you know you're sterilizing bottles on holiday and all that kind of stuff but the the memories and things and yeah, the memories, experiences yeah. and seeing them just like playing in a pool or whatever it is, or having that freedom that maybe is different to in your home. It's worth it. It is worth it. It is exhausting when they're really young. And sometimes you think, Oh God, maybe it's just easier to, just to stay here where like every comfort we have is, you know, in place, but I think it's always worth it. Yeah. Yeah. But did you still talk about your holidays and look at pictures on your phone. Yeah. You know, in the moment, it might be quite stressful, yeah. you know, if they're awake all night or, you know, you think, why the hell have I done this? But, <laughs> the, you know, a year later, two years later, you look back and you think how great it was. Our it's... first holiday with Dylan, and he was a three, three months, I have a photo and it does look like we have moved home. Like, there is, <laughs> I don't even know what I took with. I think I took like... 10 packets of nappies or something like I couldn't buy them in Spain you know you just you just kind of take everything every wipe every you know everything that I knew here but actually with time you realize okay maybe I, that was a bit excessive and I could have bought some in the local like mm. you know Aldi in Spain I, th- I think it's a bit like parenthood in general though isn't it you always look back and think oh that was that was much lovelier than actually yeah. it maybe felt at the time and <laughs> um, but yeah you're so right I have a pal who says going on go, traveling with kids is basically going somewhere less convenient and more annoying than home but I don't think <laughs> yes. that's the end of the story because as you say you can make lovely memories and you know they are they are the things that you kind of look back on and have you're like remember oh well you know the different experiences they have and and they kind of relate to milestones I think as well you kind of go well well, they weren't swimming then and then they were swimming or they Mm -hmm. they were not interested about going to the museum and then I mean maybe maybe I'm dreaming that that's gonna happen and I do feel like you when you're on holiday with with kids like you just see so much growth and change within them like it's all I guess it's just that intensified experience isn't it so like yeah yeah they make friends that they never see again but they're, yes. they're their best friend for a day or two days mm-hmm. or whatever you know there's lots of cool stuff happens 
I think as well, you're just so much more aware of what's happening, you know, because you're actually on holiday yourself, even if it doesn't always feel like a holiday, yes. you do see so much more, you know, you, you pick up on their little personality so much more because you've got the time to focus. So it's even just remembering things like that. It might have been chaos around it, but if you've seen something that you haven't seen before, that makes that holiday special. Totally. And I've always mm. felt like the kids really, as you say, Carly, like level up whilst whilst you're away. I think that intensity of time with you in a more relaxed setting does tend to kind of, or or maybe as you say, Sarah, maybe you just notice it more. But yeah, it is worth it. I I, I don't think it's a bad idea. I just thought I'd throw it out there. <laughs> I mean, there's going to be bad moments potentially, <laughs> um, but they're not the things you you necessarily kind of really remember. And you can look back and laugh like. Was it really stressful when she threw up all over me? Yeah, probably in the moment. But now I'm a bit like, okay, so it was just, you know, a bit of And it's also the same, like, if you're travelling a car journey, just even two hours away or an hour and a half away, it's, it's still different to what you're used to at home. But it's, there's, yeah. you know, I, I, it's worth it. I find the 15-minute car journey to school stressful. So, you know, yeah, <laughs> we, we still do it. <laughs> Yeah. I think as well, even the bad bits, like you're talking about Sienna being sick, obviously, and you actually make the funny stories sometimes as well. Yes, completely. Oh my god! Like what? Talking about now the fact that I walked around and around and around this plane with this little one-year-old, like just you know, waving to everyone as she walked past like five thousand times. <laughs> in the moment was draining, exhausting. Like maybe I wasn't appreciating it on the 500th time of doing it. But looking back, I'm like, oh my God, that was so sweet actually. Like, you know, she was just loved walking. <laughs> it wasn't sweet, but you know. Totally, totally worth it. <laughs> I am the absolute queen of writing lists. I love a list. I love writing everything down that needs to be done. I don't always tick everything off, but I do it. But before I go away, I have a list for a list for a list for a list. So what is your top thing on your packing list, apart from obviously the bags? Packing cubes. Oh, yeah. They have revolutionised, yeah, packing and especially packing. Yeah, I think it's funny kids. that I say that like the first thing that comes to mind is packing cubes, Nobody but actually has. they're super, yeah. super useful. We have different yeah. kinds. So just in case people don't know what they are, what is a packing cube? So packing cubes are, well, you get them in different sizes and varieties, but they're essentially something that fits compartmentalizes your packing experience so instead of putting all your socks in one corner of a suitcase you put them all nicely in a thing packing cube. so when you cube. get to the holiday you, you literally just put it in the drawer like yeah. there's your underwear it's, mm-hmm. that's you know that's done they're very obvious. i do not do that you don't i need to do that i have learned yeah, something they're amazing yeah yeah, yeah they're great <laughs> I feel like I've failed as a parent. You will, uh, change your <laughs> yeah. life. I mean, I use you. them even if we go on like a short break because otherwise it's stuffed all in like a little hold all mm-hmm. all strewn all over the totally. place. And now I have a very neat little cube of night of things where I know everything, where everything is. And it actually saves space because you roll mm-hmm. up your t-shirts. And- Do you have to marry Quando that shit then? Do you have to roll it up? <laughs> <laughs> I have them for each child, so it's like each child has their stuff, yes, yeah. and then yeah, yeah and it's brilliant. It just and it gives them responsibility yeah. as well. When they get there, they know that they take their cube and they deal with their stuff, mm-hmm. and that's it done. So yeah, I honestly yeah, feel like I this is a school day. I'm like, I'm blown away. <laughs> yeah, I want to have different colours around the rim, so you can sort of take. So you know, if Carly's stuff is in in like a white mm-hmm. one, and mine is in a blue one, and 
Dylan's ones in a pink one. He likes pink. So, you know, you can you can pack and know exactly which yeah. is which exactly like what you were saying. You give it to the kid, they yeah, just take it to their room. Also amazing so, yeah. for camping because yeah. you can get the waterproof yes, ones. So, great. you know, if you have yes. a total leaky tent moment, your clothes are still dry. A leaky tent moment sounds a little bit like a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my pelvic floor isn't very strong. So. Um, yeah, so that's one thing. That's and then I would thing. say snacks, 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 snacks. snacks. Yeah. Just snack them up. Oh, it really doesn't mention- matter what they eat. They're not going to really eat the plain food if you're on a long haul. Like, mm. you know, sandwiches, snacks, just take anything mm. that that they, you know they'll I think eat. you're right. It's, you know, right. it's a wee, it is a wee bit like screen time as well. Try not to worry. I, you know, yeah, if you are so good the rest of your time with all yeah. of these things, screen time and f- meals and things like that, yeah. try not to worry when you're traveling because yeah. you do just need to get through it. And it's not going to exactly. suddenly turn everything tits up. You're not going to suddenly be like, they will only ever eat crisps ever again. Well, they might, but yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, but they're going to eat a hell of a lot more crisps on a travel day. Than yeah. Just like yeah, Another item on the list, I would say we sell these scooting suitcases. Oh, they're amazing. Which are good because instead of like, you know, they have hand luggage kids, obviously there's a lot. They want to take everything from their bedroom and then you've also given them a keep them quiet pack or whatever. And there's so much stuff that they want. Some products. Some products. The kids have to like. You have to drag them along on their. They're sitting on it and you're dragging them. If you've got like full hands with loads of other stuff, it's not ideal. Whereas if they can just literally stand on a scooter and scoot their suitcase and they you know they're useful in in airports where there's like a long walk to the gate and you're already laden down with bags and hand luggage and you know all of their stuff and you don't want to have to drag them this this is a double school day i've not heard of scooting suitcases either they sound brilliant oh my god your kids will love them yeah Yeah. and they get so many looks literally everyone's like yeah you have to you have to sort of police it a little bit they can't just run (laughs) mad and go down ramps and yeah i was gonna say i i couldn't trust my boys with them <laughs> no i know that's the thing like people do say that but you, the, the amount of comments you get and then you 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 scoot past a family on the way to the gate and you're looking at the family covered in bags <laughs> and, and you're thinking ah you know it's, it's sort of like it's that sort of thing and then they remember it as well because they, yeah. they, you know it is that's another pain point like literally sometimes your gate is much farther away than I, I think they should do adult ones of these as well they so do, do I? they do, yeah, they do. Oh, i don't God. know if they're allowed but they do do them. <laughs> maybe electric ones let's just do the whole traveling experience yeah. on, a, on a case <laughs> Yeah, I have yeah. now got my very own packing list thanks to this podcast. What are your top packing items out of interest? Well, Sarah's is a dirty sheet. <laughs> yeah, that, there is an explanation behind that. So anyone who's traveling with sort of, you know, the under 18 month age group, really, if you're going into a court, then I would always... It smells like their bed, doesn't it? Exactly. No, so I'd always say take. So we, I don't mean like a filthy yeah. dirty sheet, but just one that they slept in for a night or two. So always take that. And the same with any comforters, make sure that you're not taking a clean one. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's definitely, um, I, yeah, if I forgot everything else, that would be the thing that I would say remember. And giant muslins. The giant muslins. And I think also like you're saying, Carl's, you know, most places you go, you know, especially if you're staying within your own country or even if you are going to 
further afield you'll be able to get a lot of the things and I think a lot of people when they first travel with their wee one they will take all their nappies they will take all these things and you just don't generally need to definitely take some so you don't get caught out but don't overpack things that you could get where you're going you can even do things like a lot of places I know when we went to New Zealand obviously um, Alfie was still really wee so I was still expressing and I just hired a pump because we were there for six weeks I hired a pump over then and things like that so it's like thinking ahead a little bit because yeah there's lots of companies that you know that do hiring of the bigger the bigger things you know playpens and all sorts of things that you can hire yeah definitely When I was wee, my parents made us play the silence game in the car. And it is exactly as it sounds. The person who was silent the longest was the winner. Um, Me too. (laughs) I can't decide if this is total genius or perhaps a bit mean, but it definitely worked in a way to keep us quiet. These days, we're forever trying to find ways to entertain our kids that aren't tablets or screen time. Not because these things are inherently bad. There's definitely a place for them. And actually, Mm -hmm. I wish we could stop having such judgmental (laughs) conversations about how parents use screens. But that's probably for another podcast. However, having a kit of toys and tricks up your sleeve for going traveling with littles is a really good alternative. Part of it is about planning ahead, making lists, checking them twice. Part of it is accepting that it might all go tits up and that's okay. And finally, having plenty of snacks and games to whip out like Batman from his power belt that will keep the kids entertained through long journeys, delays, breakdowns, yours or the cars, and the non-sightseeing days when you're away. So go and check out Keep Them Quiet if you're looking for a ready-to-use travel pack. They're a brilliant value and my kids love them. They're online at keepemquiet.com and on social at keepemquiet. You can find us on there too at The Sleep Mums on Instagram and Facebook. Get in touch with us if there's a topic you'd like us to cover, a person you'd like us to chat to, or you want to send in a listener question. Or maybe you just want to tell us your exciting travel plans so we can be super jealous. Thank you so much to Carls and Dan for their experience and advice. It was so lovely having you guys. Thank you for having us. Look after yourselves and sleep soon. Take care. See ya. Bye.